This is the Allie Beth Allman Real Estate Mental Performance Podcast, helping you increase your influence and impact by investing into becoming the best version of yourself. It's a great day to be with Team Allie Beth. Let's join Keith, Aaron, and Brian with today's episode. Hey, how you doing? Brian Kane here with the Allie Beth Allman Podcast. Super excited to be joined with Keith Conlon and Aaron Garrett. Keith is the president of Allie Beth Allman and Associates, and he has helped lead the firm to record sales and unprecedented growth. Over the course of his tenure, the brokerage has surpassed over $3.8 billion in sales in 2021 and launched offices in Southlake and Lakewood and has grown to include nearly 400 agents. And Aaron, Young Garrett has a proven track record of working with discerning clientele before transferring to New York. She actually sold luxury condominium space at the W Dallas and W Austin Hotel and Residences. And prior to her jaunt at the W, Aaron successfully developed and integrated a sales and marketing strategy, which allowed her to sell out half of a large condo development in eight weeks that sat unsold for 18 months prior to her appointment on the project. I'm Brian Kane. I'm a mental performance coach, and I had the privilege of working with Keith when he was a Division I college baseball player at TCU, and Aaron being a former college athlete herself. We're excited to bring to you on the Allie Beth Allman podcast mental performance training strategies that you can use to create a competitive edge as an agent. And this being our first podcast, we wanted just to kind of take a moment to talk about why the podcast and the benefit of doing a little a lot and joining us each week on the podcast to help sharpen your mental skills, sharpen your agent skills, and really give you the best chance for success. So Keith and Aaron, I'm excited to join you here on the first episode. Honored to be kind of the host here, I guess you could say, for season one. And um, Keith, talk to us about kind of your vision and, and why the podcast? Why is this sort of kind of, you know, informal training valuable for your agents? Yeah, I, I, thank you, Brian. I think, um, you know, the main thing is that once the pandemic happened, it shifted how everyone looks at business, work from home, and everything like that. And to give our group a competitive advantage, you know, going back to, you know, my playing days, I, I truly believe if I had bought into mental preparation as much as I do now, I could have been a big leaguer. I think physically I had the tools to play in the big leagues. Mentally, I was not ready there to be there. But now seeing just the day-to-day -day grind of, of the business side of things, you know, the agent side of things, a lot of comparisons to baseball, the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs. You know, you have some really great uh, hot streaks, so to speak, and some, you know, slumps or droughts or however you want to call it. So you've got to stay even keel for yourself, most importantly, but for your clients and for future clients. And, you know, in this market and across the country, there's a lack of inventory. So a lot of agents are writing several offers and not, you know, winning deals. So, you, know, you talk to an agent who goes one for three on the weekend of winning a deal, um, you know, and they feel like they're a failure when in reality, that's probably a success, but it's just flipping the mind to realize, hey, this is actually a successful weekend or week or quarter or however you monthly, however you want to do that. So I think if you can ingrain in agents, you know, to be positive most of the time or to look at the positive side of things, your, you know, your glass is always half full, it's going to make them more successful, which in turn will make our company more successful. 
Yeah, Keith, I love that. And, you know, some of the things you mentioned there that I'm going to try to take and kind of make a bridge between, you know, what you and Aaron talk about from a real estate context and kind of bring it into some of the mental performance training strategies that I've had a chance to use with successful entrepreneurs and agents, executives, coaches and athletes. And, you know, one of the things you said was kind of keeping on that even keel. And one of the concepts that I really want um, you know, our agents to take away from this podcast is you have to be in control of yourself before you can control your performance. Like that's rule number one of the mental game. You have to be in control of yourself before you can control your performance. That's the even keel. The second rule of the mental game, and it applies to the times and it applies to the business of real estate is you have very little control of what goes on around you, but total control of how you choose to respond to it. And a great concept, you know, that we've used in an athletic realm and in here with Allie Beth is E plus R equals O, event plus response equals outcome. And looking as an agent, we don't always control the events that happen to us or happen around us, but we always control our response. And when we control our response to those events, that gives us the best chance to influence the outcome in our favor. So a lot of really good principles that I see correlate between what I've done in mental performance and what we're doing here with team Allie Beth. So thanks for that, Keith. And Aaron, what, what are you most excited about with kind of getting this podcast launched as a kind of informal training for, for our agents? Oh, I, I love everything you do, Brian. And I truly believe in, and mental performance just across the board, it's great life skills. Hmm. And, you know, it, and when you apply this to everything from your personal life to your professional life and everything that you're doing, you know, you'll, you'll see the, you know, you see, you'll be rewarded with it in all aspects. And so that's the, that's what I love about it is, you know, it's just great life skills that you can use everywhere. Mm. Yeah. And it's really, you know, I think the understanding too, of, of uh, investing into yourself first, you know, and a, and a better, a better person is a better agent. And there's a great book, um, written by a guy named James Kerr. It's a book called Legacy, and it's about the New Zealand All Blacks, which is uh, the rugby team uh, from the country of New Zealand. Now, here in the U.S., rugby is not really big, so you know it's not it's not something that we talk about often. But to put it in context, the New Zealand All Blacks rugby team has been number one in the world longer than every other international rugby team combined. They've won more world championships than everyone else combined. They have a win percentage, okay? This is an an international competition, the best rugby in the world. They have a win percentage of 86%, unheard of success. And in the book Legacy, they break down some of the key principles that make the All Blacks successful. And they're the same principles that will make an organization like Ali Beth successful or an individual who's an entrepreneur in the industry successful. And in the show notes for today, I'm going to link to my friend, Brian Johnson, who lives down in Austin, Texas. He has an app called Optimize. And Optimize is an app where they break down uh, book summaries into 20 minutes. So if you're an agent and you're going, hey, I like this podcast, I'm interested in that book Legacy. Now you could read the whole book, but you don't have to. Brian Johnson has done it for you and summarized it and optimized. So while you're in your car, while you're having a morning coffee, while you're getting your sweat before screens morning workout in, listen to the book Legacy and listen to some of the concepts that are shared. And one of those concepts is better people make better all blacks. Better people make better agents. And the thing that really excites me, Aaron, similar to how how you phrased it, you know, and mentioned it with this podcast is we really are investing into the agent and into their mental health, into their mindfulness, into their mental performance. And when the agent becomes better, their business becomes better, right? If you, when you invest into you, that's like investing into your business and better people become better agents. So, you know, to go back, it was interesting, something that Keith had mentioned. 
the four stages of buy-in. He said, you know, he didn't buy into mental performance when he was in um, college athletics at TCU. And we have some agents, I'm sure, that maybe are not buying into mental performance training. So if you happen to be listening to this podcast or watching this video on YouTube, let me share with you what we call the four stages of buy-in. Because as a real estate agent, your clients, the people who is buying a house from you or the people who you're trying to list a house with, they're, they're running through these four stages of buy-in with you as an agent. And here's the four stages. Stage one, not for me. Met with resistance, not into it. I don't need mental performance training. I don't need this. I don't need this, uh, you know, me become better. I just need to learn how to market better for my business. So number one, it's not for me. Number two is they go, hmm, okay for others. And when you look at mental performance training, one of my favorite books, also in Optimize, The One Thing by Gary Keller of one of our competitors, Keller Williams Real Estate, he talks about the importance of, of, of training and development and really being able to, to invest into yourself. It's where a lot of the concepts that we'll share, that I share come from, is that was one of my favorite books, The One Thing by Gary Keller. So step one, not for me. Step two, okay for others. So mental performance training uh, at the elite level, Heisman Trophy winner, eight UFC world champions, four Shine Young Award winners, you know, two of the most successful people in real estate right here on this call are saying it's okay for us. Step three, this is where I want our agents to get with this podcast, is where they say, I'll try it. So what is it you're going to try? Well, maybe you try the Optimize app and listening to Legacy or the book, the, the One Thing. Maybe you try just listening to this podcast every week and just see what hits you, see what sticks with you, right? Because if you try it, stage three, you'll get to stage four, the four stages of buy-in, which is, I can't believe I did it any other way, right? Stage one, not for me. Stage two, okay for others. Stage three, I'll try it. Stage four, I can't believe I did it any other way. And I think what will happen is if you listen to this podcast consistently and you implement some of the strategies that we're talking about to help you invest into becoming a better you, because remember, a better you is a better business. You'll look back at the end of a year and you'll say, man, I can't believe I did it any other way. That's the goal. So I'm excited to be here. Uh, looking forward to, to continuing to, to develop that competitive as, edge as an agent. Aaron and then Keith, anything kind of in closing as we wrap up this first episode? Aaron, anything kind of in closing or Keith? We'll go to Keith. Keith, anything to wrap up here? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Brian, in terms of the four steps. I mean, you came to TCU in 2006. I was a junior. It was kind of late in the season. I think you showed up to us when we were a 500 team and everything else. And then there was buy-in for me in 2007, but I didn't realize it was a, hey, this is a lifestyle. This is how you should do everything. Um way of life and now you know seeing the day-to-day -day grind of business having a family kids like you've got to have that mental well-being and and you know it doesn't just apply to real estate it applies to everything and i think that's what's hard for people to buy in it's just like oh this will only help my business i don't have time for that but it'll make you i think it makes you a better person it makes you um a better for me a better husband better father all those things when you're get your mind right and the positivity behind it. It only can make you a better, better person at the end of the day. Yeah. I love that. Well said. Well said, Aaron, any kind of parting thoughts here as we wrap up episode one? I will. I love it. I'm excited about this. I'm hundred percent bought in and I love that mental performance is going to give our agents the better edge, the competitive yeah. edge, the competitive yeah, edge. Creating that competitive edge by becoming the best version of you, you know, and, and mm -hmm. really looking forward to helping you helping 
Team Ali Beth here and, and help, helping our agents to grow into the best versions of them. And really excited for episode two. I, I was chomping at the bit to try to get into episode two, maybe in episode one, but I want to keep it. I want to keep it digestible. I want to try to keep it to one percent length is the goal. And as we all know, if we can get one percent better, well, one percent of your day is only fourteen minutes and twenty four seconds. So imagine if you took fourteen minutes and twenty four seconds of your day and invested into you, whether it was through your energy. Uh, through meal prep, through meditation, through a morning routine, through looking at the market, through doing just doing something to better yourself. For 1% of a day, maybe it's listening to this podcast for five days out of your week, Monday through Friday, to help you get 1% better. But next week, episode two, man, I'm going to share the number one thing that in 20 years of mental performance coaching, the number one thing that I've seen move the needle from the most to help people close the gap from where they are to where they want to be. And the number one thing to help them get to get results. I had the privilege to work with Corbin Burns, who was the 2021 Cy Young Award winner, pitcher with the Milwaukee Brewers, best pitcher in baseball. And in 2019, he had been sent to the minor leagues with the worst ERA in baseball, a 10.4. And that wasn't just the worst ERA in baseball for that season. It was actually the worst statistically ever for somebody who had started a year and thrown 40 innings. Most guys with a 10 ERA don't make it 40 innings. And what's the number one thing that helped him go from minor leagues, the best in baseball Sayonara winner, to go from 650000 league minimum to a one-year $6.5 million contract? I'm going to share with you next week on episode two. But until then, let's not count the days. Let's make the days count. It's a great day to be with Team Ali Beth. See you.